0: Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Positive Bod, the podcast. This is your host, Wendy. And today we're going to be talking about the pros and cons of being plus-sized. So I decided to conduct a little experiment with my followers and ask you guys, what were your favorite things about being plus-sized? And then in the next slide, ask you what were your least favorite things? So unsurprisingly and unfortunately, there was so much more negative than there was positive and it broke my heart. But today we're going to dive into it and I'm going to reinforce the idea that you're worthy and that your plus size body is enough. Okay, so we're going to start off with all the bad shit because I want to get that out of the way. And I just really want you guys to listen to these because I thought that it was so crazy that so many people had the exact same insecurities. And I feel like that kind of almost like made me want to like say it because it's like this is going to bring you closer together like as a society the fact that so many people responded the same exact thing it's like why are we so insecure about it when all these people are going through it also so the first response that i got was this constant battle between accepting your body accepting it for what it is which is fat whatever kind of fat whatever kind of size you are So it's, like, that battle between that and wanting to be, like, society's version of thick, society's acceptable fat. Um, And I understand this battle. I understand because a lot of the time I'm like, man, if only I had a flat stomach. Like, you know, my thighs, yeah, you know, they kind of rub and they're annoying. But I feel like my body is kind of okay. But, like, if I just had a flat stomach, it would solve so many issues. Like, I would just look thick, right? So I used to have those ideals and sometimes when I get into like those really bad moments, those really bad days, those thoughts start coming back. So I totally understand because you're like, man, I just want to fit in right now. Like I really just want to fit in. Like I don't want to have to work for my self-love. Like I just want to have it. And here's the crazy part. Even people with a flat stomach, even people whose body you look at and you're like, damn, their body is perfect. Like I wish I had their body. Even those people... Are insecure even those people want to fit in more or want to have the next best thing so i think that you should take a heart a good hard look at your body and say okay you know what my body is not a trend right now and that's okay and maybe it'll trend in 10 years and maybe it won't and that's okay because this is your body it's it's not supposed to be shaped into the current trend that's, that's not how this works. Like, we know that, like, around Renaissance times, like, the trend was to be fat. Like, if you were fat, you were considered royalty because that meant that you had food. And then a few years after, it started being, like, thin. So, like, if you were super thin, you kind of had, like, that boyish look, then that meant luxury, and then we go into like curvier, like Kim Kardashian comes around, she makes hips and a big butt seem like this amazing thing, like JLo, like so many women, like Beyonce, like there are so many artists now that we see them with like these big butts, they have wide hips, and we're like, wow, perfect. Like now that's going into style, but it's like, what if you don't have that body shape? What if you have a boyish body shape? What if you have a voluptuous body shape? What if you're plus size? What if you're size 20? Like, you can't always just expect to fit in, you know? And you're not going to change your entire body off of what society says is acceptable right now. Because in 10 years, that is going to change. So the next thing that I got was that going to the doctor sucks. Because the doctor is going to blame everything on your weight. And you know what, I mean, honestly, all of these insecurities, all of these cons of being plus size, your least favorite things, they're all very valid. And I understand going to the doctor as a plus size person, it sucks. It sucks because a lot of doctors, unfortunately, want to get that out of the way before they even begin to rule anything else out. They're like, all right, you know what, lose weight and then I'll do, you know, an x-ray or a CAT scan or whatever I have to do. When in reality, sometimes we do have an actual condition, we do have an actual issue, and it's not related to weight at all. It's not related to diet or exercise at all, and it could be something very serious, and it's happened many, many, many times in the past. So I can totally see how this is something that unfortunately we cannot control, and I think that the best way to avoid it is to really research doctors and unfortunately go one by one changing doctors if you're starting to get those signs. Like I already know if I walk into a doctor's office and they're promoting, you know, weight loss surgery and weight loss supplements and weight loss pills and that's already like in the actual lobby, I already know like, okay, I'm canceling my appointment because this is not going to be the place for me. So it's all about getting to know your doctors just like a little tiny bit better and honestly just researching them and unfortunately it's very much trial and error at this point Um, but I do understand that that's probably, that's honestly one of the most difficult things about being plus size is that nobody takes you seriously because of your weight, especially health concerns. Alright, this next one really hit close to home, and it's that either you are sexualized or you get hate comments and there's no in-between. Let me be your in-between. You're a boss-ass bitch. You look beautiful. You deserve to be where you are. You look absolutely stunning in that outfit that you posted. Your makeup looks amazing. Your hair looks on point. Like I am here to give you those words. I, I know that a lot of the times, like we highlight the extremities, we highlight the super sexual people that are like DMing us, dick pics that are very unwanted and unsolicited. Or we highlight the people that are in our comments telling us to get on a treadmill to go lose weight. I know that we tend to highlight those things because honestly, as a plus size woman, I get a lot of those comments that are either sexualized or hate comments. Unfortunately, this is true. But I want you to know that there is isn't in-between. There is a whole group of women out there, group of people out there that are looking at you and seeing what you do and you're giving them the courage to like actually go and do the damn thing. Especially you, the person who wrote this comment because I know that you are a boss-ass bitch and I know that right now you've been getting a lot of hate comments and a lot of disgusting men on your shit and I think it's so gross. But you're inspiring so many people literally by just living your life. And trust me, I am the first person that hates it when people comment on my on my photos and say, wow, you're so brave just for wearing a regular ass like t-shirt or a regular bikini or whatever. I'm not trying to be brave. I'm trying to wear an outfit. And the fact that you're saying that it's brave makes me feel like it's something that I shouldn't do. But I understand where you're coming from because as a plus-size woman seeing somebody else wear like something that I don't have the balls to wear is like wow they're courageous like they're brave that's amazing but i want to compliment you in a different way because you're not it's not that you're just brave for living it's that you are a boss like you're doing the damn thing you're on tiktok you're on instagram i see your face everywhere i go like I don't want you to get fed up with those comments and I don't want anybody to get fed up with those comments If this is something that you're dealing with and you're really dealing with like a lot of extremities Try to just delete block move on delete block move on That's all you have to do because if you don't and you keep them there You're gonna keep looking at them over and over and over when you should be focusing on the comments of all the women that are like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with your outfit. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with this workout. Like, how did you do that? That's fucking awesome. So try to focus on the on the good people, you know? Just block out the haters. <laughs> this next one cracked me up because, honestly, same. And she said, my boobs didn't get the memo. They didn't get the plus size memo. Girl, same. Like, my, I, ha- I wear a size C, I believe. And honestly, I feel like for my body type, my boobs should be bigger. Like with all the weight that I got on me, they they couldn't, you know, my, my tummy couldn't kind of, you know, bring the fat up a few inches. Like, damn, you know, I totally understand where you're coming from. And I think it's so funny because when we look at like skinny girls, we never think, damn, she didn't get boobs or she didn't get ass or whatever. Like, We just look at them and we're like, wow, they're so petite and dainty or oh my God, her body's so perfect. Look, she could wear a bralette like she has no boobs, you know, she's so lucky. And then when it's plus size, it's like a bad thing because you feel like your body just isn't proportionate. So like I totally understand where you're coming from, but just know that there's body types and shapes in all. All forms and that comes in plus size and straight sized so even straight sized women like they don't have boobs sometimes sometimes they have huge boobs so just you know try to understand this is your body this is your thing and I totally get it because when I start working out and like when I have tried to work out in the past that I've lost a lot of weight in a unhealthy amount of time my boobs we like, goodbye. Like they literally left so fast. I went down like a cup and a half. Like, so I totally understand where you're coming from. You know, just give yourself a little bit of grace. This next one we've all dealt with, which is clothes don't fit right. And I had a lot of people comment this one, like clothes just doesn't fit right. I totally understand. I am five feet and a size 14, 16. I understand what it's like for clothes to just not fit because apparently when you know whoever it is that's making this plus size clothing they think that when you're a size 14 you're also like 5'10 and clothes really just doesn't fit me sometimes it doesn't fit well like jeans will wrinkle on the bottom sometimes the shirt like the arms are super tight but then it fits me in length and then if I go up a size like the shirt will literally look huge on me but the arms will fit right So I totally understand where you're coming from. And there's unfortunately no way around it other than getting your shit tailored, which is annoying and an extra expense. You know, you're already buying expensive clothing. You're already wasting your money and wasting your time. And then on top of that, you have to go get it tailored. Like I totally understand. So annoying. Um, But unfortunately, you know, we do have to take that extra step sometimes to get our stuff tailored. Because clothes really just doesn't fit right. And that's not our fault. That's not something that you should put on you. That is the retailer's fault. That is the designer's fault. It's their fault that they did not make clothing that suits you. Like we need to start blaming these companies, girl. Stop stop blaming yourself. Like it's the companies that really aren't looking at their demographic, that aren't listening to the consumers because you guys are not alone. So many people commented this. Like It's not just you that isn't fitting right into clothing. Like there are so many different body shapes and there are so many ways to make clothing. And somehow, unfortunately, these designers do miss the mark a lot when it comes to plus sizes. Okay, so the next one is hyperpigmentation on thighs i understand trust me i have hyperpigmentation a little bit around my thighs because i do chafe a lot like i chafe a lot a lot like if i even think about going to the beach in like shorts or whatever my thighs are immediately like crying so what i do is that i use the monistat uh the monistat chafing relief gel um i honestly like it's it's good it's great. Like it's pretty great, but it's never going to help 100%. It's never going to be the best thing. Your thighs are still going to chafe at least a little bit, especially if you're around sand. And the best thing to do is wear cotton shorts that reach all the way to your knees so that even if your thighs do rub, then you know at least they'll rub against the shorts and it'll be a lot less chafing. Um, and I have also heard that lasering, like doing laser hair removal on your inner thighs helps a lot with like hyperpigmentation and chafing. Um, but honestly I'm broke so I have not tried that one out yet. I will let you guys know if I do. (laughs) But I totally understand like that's just part of being plus size. Like we unfortunately, you know. We have to we have to chafe a little bit. We have those thick thighs. They're best friends. They never want to leave each other's sides. It's a thing. And actually, I do know a lot of people that they'll be on, like, the skinnier side. They'll be straight-sized, and they still chafe because they just happen to have thick thighs, you know? So you're not alone. And there are so many companies that have a lot of different products for me the monistat works the best but I have heard of like mega babe and I've used it before and it's it's pretty good on the day-to-day um and another one is hiki it's h-i-k-i that one is pretty good also for the day-to-day I made like a whole tiktok about it if you guys want to check it out but um those are the ones that I've tried and that have helped me I know a lot of people put literal baby powder and um what else have i heard uh oh like diaper rash cream but diaper rash cream is white it's super white so i'm not sure how that works i don't know if there's like a gel um but yeah i've heard there's a lot of like solutions and for hyperpigmentation there really isn't that many solutions out there that would 100% help or that i would personally recommend because it could be potentially dangerous Um, obviously lasering away hyperpigmentation is the best way to get it out, but I don't know. Honestly, I wouldn't even recommend that because it's your thighs. Everybody has a little tiny bit of hyperpigmentation somewhere. If you're super insecure about it, obviously, you know, go for it, find the right place. I unfortunately don't have a recommendation because I haven't tried it myself. Um, but I have heard that lasering away your hyperpigmentation will help. Uh, and also just avoid wearing shorts if you can that's what I've heard helps a lot with hyperpigmentation like as long as your thighs stop rubbing against each other so much it'll help it's just like your armpits like a lot of people get hyperpigmentation on their armpits and it's completely normal and they'll try a bunch of like DIY things but at the end of the day you kind of can't avoid it because you want to live your life you want to wear cute shit you know you're not gonna Miss out on wearing something cute just because your skin is kind of changing a different color. So just go for it. You know, we all suffer with hyperpigmentation and chafing. It's it's a part of being plus sized. This is probably the most um said thing <laughs> on the biggest con of being plus sized, and that's finding cute and trendy clothing. I understand you, especially if you are not into, like, fast fashion, which I can totally understand, totally agree with you. Um, Unfortunately, we don't have a lot of options, like, we really don't, and it sucks, and a lot of brands, even when you do have an option, they'll give you, like, a tiny little selection for you to choose from, and then you see all the straight-sized options, and you're like, fuck, like, I want to wear that dress, I want to wear those shorts, those pants, and they just don't make them in plus size, and it really really sucks. Um, but I think that also, like, it's just a matter of like asking for it. Like, we need to beg, unfortunately, beg these companies and be like, Hey, I want to purchase from you, I really want this in plus size. A lot of the times, you're never gonna hear back from them, but I feel like if enough people really go to these companies and say that. Shit, they're going to be like, okay, well, you know, maybe there's a demand. And even though it sucks and it's not a fun thing to do, I've done it a lot. And I've gotten some surprising responses where it'll be like smaller companies and I'll ask them and I'll be like, hey, I really love your company. I would love to, you know, shop at your boutique, model for your boutique, but you don't carry my size. Is there any chance that you would ever be open to the idea of carrying anything over a large and sometimes they'll be like oh yeah we have it in the works or it's coming or sometimes they'll be like oh unfortunately it's not happening period i understand i completely get it especially for small companies uh these big companies like forever 21 and all these fast fashion companies they have a lot of different um resources so i get that they can't make like they like little companies can't keep up with fast fashion I totally understand but sometimes if you really want to shop local and you want to ask for it a lot of places you'll be surprised will be like oh you know what we have all these plus size women and we have a market here like let's figure this out and let's do this and it's worked for me in the past but you know unfortunately like the fashion industry is not moving fast enough in plus sizes I feel like a lot of the times it's like they're moving so fast with like straight sizes and there's all these different trends and I feel like plus sizes we always get the short end of the stick. We always find like we'll get the styles in straight size and we'll get them super late because we'll get them whenever they finally made it to Target or finally made it on Fashion Nova. Like we can never get them from small little boutiques. We can never get them anywhere like quickly like as soon as it becomes super trendy they they don't they they don't make it like in plus size for like three months and it kind of sucks like a lot of the times it really really sucks and like I've seen a lot of plus size bloggers just pretty much improvise and just go thrifting and find something similar which is something that you could do but I understand just like the appeal of wanting to shop at the same boutiques as straight-sized people and not being able to just sucks. Like, I totally, I'm, I'm right there with you guys. I understand. Okay, so this next one I love because I could just feel her confidence from her response. So her response was, "When you feel like everybody is judging you, but really nobody cares." And I'm like, "Yes, girl, nobody cares." I just like, I just have one question. Like, have you guys been on a cruise and worn a bikini? And looked around and realized that nobody gives a fuck. That everybody else is also in a bikini and nobody is looking at you. Like that is the best feeling ever. It's like you're hiding in plain sight and nobody cares. I'm not going to lie to you though. People do judge 100%. There are judgmental people. I have dealt with them. They have literally came up to me to tell me how they feel. They're like, I don't like what you're wearing. I think you're fat. Go get on a treadmill go keep on walking, get your cardio, get your steps in. A hundred percent, those things have happened to me, but they are very far and few between. And I I wanna like take this opportunity to say that a lot more people have come up to me to ask me, oh my God, I love your outfit. And wow, girl, you look so good. Random strangers on the street. That's happened to me way more times than the one or two or three or four instances that people actually physically come up to me to tell me that they don't like my outfit. So I love that. Like I love that you understand and you know that people don't care, but you just have a hard time because you still feel like you're being judged and it's that that internal feeling, that internal fat phobia that's kind of making its way out a little bit that you feel like, damn, like I'm feeling judged, like I'm feeling insecure, what do I do? And it's like your other side of your brain is like, "Girl, Nobody cares. Nobody's looking at you. Wake up. You look hot. Like, I love that because that's that means that you're making progress. And that side of your brain is on its shit. Like, that side of your brain is ready to go, girl. Like, you need to wake up because it, it's ready. Like, don't... You have to stop giving a fuck. Like, you need to go and wear the outfit. And if people judge you, you know what you're going to do? You're going to wear it anyways. And I promise you that for every... Maybe 10, 20 comments, you're gonna get 100, 200 compliments. That's the way that it works. I promise you that for every, you know, two or three comments here and there about your weight or whatever, you're gonna get like 100 compliments you're gonna get women on the street being like damn girl like that has literally happened to me and completely made my day and then I have ran into somebody else where you know you can just tell when people are judging you and they're looking you up and down and they're whispering about you I've had that too and it's happened to me on the same day and I'm like wow that's the difference between somebody who loves themselves and somebody who hates themselves and they're projecting it on me So you can always tell the difference and I love that your side of your brain is ready to go and ready to get you out of your comfort zone like you're ready to take the next step. Okay, so this one got me, okay, because I understand and it's bending over to tie your shoes. (laughs) It sounds so dumb, but it's so true. Like I understand that feeling like I remember feeling this way specifically in the morning going to high school where I had to like tie my shoes every morning and it was so fucking annoying like now I only tie my shoes to go to the gym but I understand like you have your belly in the way and sometimes like I don't even get winded it's just annoying because my belly is in the way like shaving oh my god like shaving is the worst like I have to literally be there with a mirror making sure I get every hair so annoying so I completely get you it's just one of those things that we're like you know what better off just buying shoes with no laces I don't know like (laughs) I totally understand it's just it's just one of those like funky things that really gets to you at the end of the day because you're like, man, what the fuck? Like, I can't really tie my shoes without it being annoying. Like, are you serious? But um I don't know. You know, it's just it, it's one of those things that I think would typically make somebody want to lose weight. And some people are like, I couldn't even bend down and tie my shoes. I need to be depressed and go to the gym and lose weight. And for me, I'm like, oh my God, I can't even tie my fucking shoes. Mom, can you help me? Like, I don't even know what's going on right now. Like, I don't know. I I take it more as like a a joke. (laughs) Like, I guess that that's not the healthy way to take it. But... I'll take it more as like just one of those little, one of those little kinks that happen when you're fat and you're like, well, you know, tying your shoes is kind of annoying. It'd be like that sometimes. Um, but in reality, like I think the best way to tie your shoes is to like put your like foot on top of a chair. That's how I do it. Um, but I'm sure there's like a million different shoes without laces. I hate shoes with the laces. Um, like, this is definitely one of those reasons, but I hate shoes with laces in general, so I totally understand you, girl. It's one of those things. All right, so this one, it just said her belly, and oh my god, like, I feel like just that word is so triggering, like belly. I'm like, oh, oh I'm dying, Um but belly is just like, <laughs> it's just like accepting that you have a stomach is so difficult for plus size women and like it, it's crazy because it's a stomach it's there's nothing to it Like this is where you have your organs like yours may look a little chubbier than the girl next to you And that's fine. Like you have a little bit of fat like it's so hard for us to Accept it and I feel like that's one of those things that a lot of plus size women have trouble accepting And I remember when I started getting stretch marks on my hips on the sides like on my love handles Oh my goodness. I, I think I might've cried for a good, like two days because I was like, I can't believe it. I, I told myself I would never get to this point. And then I got during quarantine, I believe I got a stretch mark right in the middle of my tummy and it was like coming and going. And I was freaking out because I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to have stretch marks everywhere. But at the same time, I was like, Okay, like what, you know, what are you going to do? Like put a little bit of oil, put a little bit of cream, it doesn't go away, then it's fine. Like it is what it is. You know, your stomach, your body is going through something and it's okay. But I understand like that whole feeling of wanting to conceal your body. I used to wear like compression suits, like fajas. And oh my god, I'm so glad I don't wear those anymore. But um those fahas, man, those compression suits, I wore them to death. Like my mom since I was little, she was like, You have to put every single pair of underwear, every single like shorts, everything, you have to put it up at your hips you can't wear it under your belly button, like under your belly because then you're not gonna have a flat stomach and it was just like this whole crazy thing and now I look back and I'm like man that was insane like like I would never tell my kid like oh you know you have to deform your body because society tells us that you know (laughs) like that's so crazy to me but um I understand where you're coming from about like accepting your belly is just a little bit hard But I think that there's a lot of influencers and bloggers right now that are embracing their belly and that even like straight sized women are trying to make it look like they have bellies when they're really bloated. And I'm like, oh my God, you're really bloated. Like that's nothing. My stomach pretty much doesn't even change when I'm bloated because it's already fat. Like, But it's like everybody is kind of embracing their bellies right now. And maybe your belly—I don't know—I don't know what you look like, but maybe your belly isn't like hundred percent where you want it to be. But I think it's important to accept it. If you have like the fupa on the bottom, I have that little fupa. I got the stretch marks. I got a little bit of a little bit of random light in little places. It's super. It's hilarious. I have the back fat, like we all have it. Some of us have like the double belly, where it's like a fupa on the bottom and then like a like a like a ridge. And then, like, more fupa at the top. Like, it's hilarious. I, I understand. Like, we all have different little bellies. And it's okay to accept it and move on. And if you want to go and work out, that's awesome. But really getting rid of your belly, like, and making it this flat surface is very difficult unless you do plastic surgery. Like, unless you do a whole ass tummy tuck, I, I feel like it's very, very difficult to get, like, a perfect belly that would be up to societal standards. Um, Which would be flat with curves on the sides, you know, it's like the perfect amount of thick. (laughs) Um, But yeah, just accept it, girl. It's fine. We all got, you know, little fupas, little stretch marks out here. (laughs) So now I'm going to tell you guys what my least favorite thing about being plus size is. And that is that I always feel this need to overcompensate for myself. I made this whole, like, scenario or narrative in my head That I need to be this funny fat friend that I need to be the most social friend and you can ask anybody that has gone out with me in the past like I am super down for the count like I'm always down to go have a drink or to go eat or to go to a club like I want to go out all the time. And so that feeling a lot of the times I've like realized that I don't do things because I want to do them, but more because I feel like I have to make up for something like if I'm not the social friend. If I'm not the funny friend, then who am I? Just the fat friend? Like, I feel like that's almost something that I have to make up for. And I think that overcompensating has played a really big role in, like, getting to where I am now in my self-love journey because I've learned to identify it a lot and I've learned to stop and ask myself, do I really want to do this? Do I really want to go out? You know, And just asking myself the question has really, really helped me kind of develop healthier boundaries for myself and made me happier definitely in the long run. Okay, and you guys know I can never end this on a bad note. So now I'm going to read to you all of your favorite things about being plus-sized so the first thing and i would like to agree like i 100 agree having sex feels empowering as a plus-sized woman and lord does it ever like i okay if your family you know very close friend please stop listening but honestly having sex like <laughs> Having sex is such a great thing, especially being plus size, especially when you're very, very comfortable with your partner. Like I'm talking about sex with no clothes on, you know, in the daylight with the shutters or whatever open like that is what I'm talking about, because it makes you feel empowered you're like damn i'm sexy i'm having sex right here in the daylight i don't care if he's looking at my fupa or my stretch marks or my ass or anything like you just feel good about yourself and that feeling is so unbeatable like i completely understand and i know what you're talking about and i know that sex is not for everybody there are some people who are completely asexual that don't really have that feeling so i you know this is not for you i understand Um, But for those of you that are maybe just a little bit timid about sex or you're just kind of like turned off by the idea of being completely naked highly 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 suggest that you get some crotchless lingerie and you get to wear it during sex so you know all your parts stay in place but you get to have mind-blowing sex like it's like a win-win so i've definitely mentioned this before but i feel like you know i need to reiterate that part of like wearing lingerie because it definitely helps um and if you don't have a partner right now girl you bring out that vibrator and you have sex with yourself and make sure you get into awesome positions because you don't need to use that vibrator in just one position. Like you can make a whole evening out of it. Okay. Like I understand I've been single for a few months. Like, Trust me, you can do it in front of the mirror, you can buy like the the vibrator that has like an app and you can control it on your phone so it can be a little bit more spicy. Like having sex as a plus size woman I feel is amazing because it's it's like you feel like a like this energy and this power like honestly we as plus size women I feel like we hold so much power in our veins and definitely sex plays a huge part of that okay and i know that my followers love to fucking troll me but really i had like four people comment this less likely to be kidnapped like guys please (laughs) but i mean honestly i'm not even sure if this is true like i have never looked up the statistic but i know that growing up my mom is like eh, they won't kidnap you you eat too much and i'm like oh Thank you so much (laughs) um maybe this is like that one pro of being plus size that i'm like you know what i i really love it like i like 100 like i would love to be you know less likely to be kidnapped that's definitely something i would want on a t-shirt and for me to wear um but i'll probably make a very easy target (laughs) but yeah that was that was a troll moment thanks guys okay so this next one is feeling comfortable in my skin when i was at my skinniest I was my most insecure. And I can 100% attest to that. At my skinniest, I think I was probably, hmm, I don't even remember how much I weighed. I think I was like, 170 175 i had so much anxiety i think i went on anti anxiety meds for a little bit and i fucking hated it but um i did it because i was very concerned and i just wasn't eating because i felt like shit and the meds weren't helping and it was just not a great time like straight up not a good time i'll probably do a story time about that at some point but it was not a good time in my life but physically on the outside oh my God, everybody was complimenting me. I looked so thin, I looked amazing. Like, wow, you look so good. But on the inside, I was dying and I hated it. Like mentally, I was dying too. So definitely right now, I understand that vibe of being fat and happy. Like it feels like you don't have those restraints anymore where like you have to look a certain way, you have to look thin, you have to go to the gym. Like you kind of accept yourself how you are, and you can go to the gym, and you can work out, and you can eat. You know, you could eat right. You could do what you gotta do, but you accept your body and you embrace it. And you're like, yeah, I'm a plus size woman. I work out. I I'm the vegan. I love to do what I do. That's it. You know. So I understand that feeling of like, yeah, I'm powerful as fuck. Like I can do what I want right now because I love my body. All right. And the next one is, you don't have to worry about losing your butt or your boobs. Um, I would like to speak with the manager uh, because when I lose weight, my boobs are super disrespectful and they're like, bye, see you later. They literally disappear. I don't understand why. My body is just set up that way, I guess. And that is a thing that happens to me. I, I, you know, it, it be how it be. But congrats that you do not lose your butt or your boobs. I do know a bunch of plus size women that it doesn't matter how much they lose weight that ass and those boobs are there to stay. So congrats. That is a very, honestly, that's a great perk of being plus size. Like the fact that you don't do that is amazing. Your body just, you know, it it blesses you. It blesses you like that. (laughs) Alrighty. And then this one is hourglass shapes and hips. So Hourglass shapes are in right now. Actually, people are like getting BBLs in order to have an hourglass shape. People are like injecting fat from their stomach into their hips in order to have those big hips that I used to be bullied for. So I think that that's hilarious. Like I remember trying to squeeze into Hollister pants and I could not fit into those damn low-rise khaki Hollister pants with the tiny zipper because. I mean come on like my hips and my ass like they they said no no it's not happening um but definitely right now having hips and an hourglass figure is a trend um definitely a beautiful thing to have and i do know a lot of plus size women that aren't hourglass at all and they have like completely different body shapes and they still love their body shape like if you're an apple or a pear or whatever other fruit that they like to compare plus size women to that's awesome like personally i'm a chicken nugget so what's up but i think that it's amazing that you're embracing your body and right now it's a trend, so take full advantage of it. Buy all the clothes that you have to buy. And if it ever goes out of style, you have all that clothes. And you have you know, these jeans that actually fit you properly. I hope that this trend actually stays and continues to evolve and we continue to accept people with different body types. So now I'm going to talk about my favorite thing about being plus size. And I'll leave you guys with that. So my favorite thing is that I feel like as a plus-size woman, I, I'm i almost like breaking the mold. Like I'm moving through it. Like we don't see a lot of plus-size women in bikinis. We don't see a lot of plus-size women working out. We don't see a lot of plus-size women on TV, in magazines. Like in general, I feel like that is booming and people are finally starting to notice us. And we are all like leveling up almost it's almost like we're catching up to the straight size people but in reality we just want a chance and we just want for equality to happen and i love that i feel like everything right now that plus size women are doing is almost novel like it's just never been done and it makes me so happy to see it like the other day on tiktok i literally saw a plus size woman rollerblading her ass off and looking like I don't even know. She looked ethereal. That's the only way I could describe it. Like she looked like a badass and I loved it. And I'm like, damn, I have never seen a plus size woman just on her rollerblades, in a bikini, chilling. Like I love that. I love that that's a thing that's happening now and that we're accepting it. And that so many women are like coming out and saying like, oh yeah, I love to do this. And I am also fats and it's like hello welcome I didn't even know that this was an option for me like I never even saw myself in that aesthetic because every time I look for things to do or every time that I look online the only person that's out here rollerblading in a bikini by the beach is like a very skinny you know person it's usually a very thin straight-sized you know size 4 like very thin person. So whenever i see somebody like me doing something like that, i'm like, damn, i could be doing that shit too. Like, what has been stopping me this whole time? And it's just like not having those people around, like it really gets to you because you don't even consider it like a thing that you can do. So i really love that like even having a blog, having a podcast, being able to talk about this Like, I love that it's such a new thing and that I've been able to inspire people to really get out there and love their bodies. And just the fact that like so many other plus size bloggers are are out here doing the same thing because we all understand and we all have the same bottom line, which is love and accept your body. And like, we're all doing these things that are new to us and also inspiring people to do the same. Alrighty, so we have come to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope that this gave you a little bit of insight. Although there were a lot more, you know, things that people did not like versus loved about their bodies. I hope that I left you with a good message and that You understand that your body is worthy and that you should be accepting your body for what it is. Don't try to change it. Don't try to stick to the trends. Just try to understand and accept and love the shit out of your body because you only get one. And I think that it's very important that we just try to get out of our box a little bit try new things a lot of you guys have been sending me your bikini pictures and i'm so excited to go and share everything um if i ever inspired you to do anything new please send it my way like i would be more than happy to hype you up even if you don't want me to post it i would be just so happy to hype you up because that honestly makes my day like as a creator i don't get paid for these kinds of things i don't get paid to do a podcast but just seeing something, seeing that I can make an actual change in itself is payment for me right now. Like that, that's fine. Like I will continue to do this and I will continue to inspire. And hopefully one day I do get paid (laughs) to do this. But if not, honestly, that is payment enough. (laughs) Have a great Friday and I'll see you guys next week.